Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. everybody to episode 99 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza and I'm here with my good friend and co-host. You might say he and I form some something like a Unimind. It's Grant Youngsma. How's it going, Grant? Well, Phil, um, I'm glad you didn't pick other nicknames for this episode, so I'll just be happy with Unimind. Are there, are, are there any nicknames you can think of that are non-spoiler for Eternals? Not really. Okay. All right. There is one in particular that I think you might be thinking of, and we'll, yep. we'll talk about it off mic. Um, okay, so here's here's the deal. It's the 99th episode. Next week, obviously, is a big episode for us, episode 100. Um, we are talking about Eternals this week, and then everything explodes next week. There's like, I don't know, 14 things coming out next week, and so we're going to do a big 100th bar- barn burner of an episode. It's going to be a long one. Um, we're excited to have Jack back on the program as a guest. Um, all three of us will be on, on next week's uh, 100th episode. Um, but today is going to be about Eternals. Here's the deal. We are not, not going to spoil Eternals in this episode. There's so much to talk about. And that, like, I know Grant and I are very excited to get into some of the spoiler talk on this movie. We are going to put that in a separate episode. So I don't know that we've done this before. I, have we done this before? No, I don't think so. Um, we're going to have basically we've done like two episodes in the same week. I feel like we yeah. did that. At, I can't remember for what, but uh, we did, we've done that before, but I'm going to title that one like 99.5 or something. Yeah. I'm not going to name that the 100th episode. So, um, but that episode will also be, be a pretty crappy. Episode yeah. <laughs> if we were talking about this for it's the hundredth episode. Oh, I know. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be, there's a little preview on our thoughts. Um, it's going to be, a short, a short, like probably a 20 minute episode ish, 25. And, um, it will only be spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled, you can just skip that episode or, you know, tuck it away for a rainy day when you actually have seen the movie. But in this episode, the one you're listening to right now, we are not going to spoil Eternals. So don't, don't worry about that. If you saw the title and we're like, Oh no, I don't know if I should listen to that. It's fine. We got your back. We're not going to spoil anything, any of the surprises of Eternals. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, we are unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus, and we're going to get into Eternals here in a little bit, but first we'd like to do Disney Plus news of the week. Uh, Grant, what did you see in the news about Disney Plus? Well, for those of you who have been with us for a while, you know that Mighty Ducks is a big hit for me, and we really enjoyed season one of my ducks game changers and just either i think it was yesterday um they came out with the news that 
Emilio Estevez is no longer with the show. Yeah. And so basically without getting super in-depth, it basically starts with COVID-19. Yeah. And they, um, Disney and, or whoever, I would assume Disney and Emilio did not see eye to eye in their viewpoint. And so Emilio basically said, peace. Yeah. So he's he will not return. They're going to go on without him for the second season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So this is a, no pun intended, game changer for, yeah. for the show to not have him in it. We had, I guess this is spoilers for, uh, you've had lots of time to see this the first season by now. So it's, you know, yeah. spo- spoilers sure. for that show for the, the end of season one. But that we we had our thoughts on how they might use him as a character um, Gordon Bombay to, to come back to this season. And we were wrong. And we were totally wrong. He was like central to the plot. Like he ends up again, spoilers. Sorry. If, if, if you don't, if you care, skip ahead five minutes or whatever, but he becomes the assistant coach <laughs> of the team yeah. and like has opened up his rink. Like what in the world? Like, how are they going to do this? How are they going to do season two and write him out of the story? Like this seems like a bad idea to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually a month or so from now, because we haven't even gotten a release date on this. So it wouldn't surprise me if, say, in a month or so, they just come back and say, you know, show's over. Yeah, or postpone it another year. I I mean, audiences will wait, (laughs) I think, just to get him back. Um, he's, he's the reason for a lot of the humor in the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pull him out, man. And it's not like the, the show collapses, but they're going to have to do, you know what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to do what they did in D2, which is this main character that you love. I mean, kind of main character from the first movie is not coming back. The guy that owned the, the, uh, shop. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, Jans. Yeah. Hans. 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 Oh. Yeah. His brother's Jans. Yeah, Hans and Jans. So, yeah, so Hans isn't coming back, and we're going to say he's in Europe, and, you know, he's not in the States or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to do something stupid like that for Gordon, and I don't know, man. Like He's going to start up his hockey career again <laughs> at I, the age of 50-something. Yeah, yeah, I just... They have... Uh, here's the thing. Here's the problem with this whole situation is they've already written season season two. Like there's mm-hmm. no chance they yeah. didn't already have that in the books. So they're going to rewrite the entire season and readdress every scene that he's supposed to be in and rewrite it in such a way where he doesn't have to be in the scene again, give all of his like big plot points to somebody else. Like, Oh my God, that sounds terrible. Like I don't want to watch that season. Um, if it's going to be bad, if it's going to be great. Okay. I, I guess I could live without that character, but man, if it's going to suck, then just wait, like just yeah. don't even release it next year. So, um, yeah, he's, he's pretty crucial to the, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So I just want to see more game changers, but I want it to be good when it comes back. Yeah. So delay it. I mean, we all saw what happened in season two of high school musical. Yeah. So we don't, we definitely don't want that again with game changers. Game Changers was legitimately a surprise how good it was. Yeah. Because we had pretty, you and I had pretty high expectations going mm-hmm. into it. And even those expectations were exceeded. Yeah. So I, 
I uh, now my expectations are even higher for season two. Like I'm expecting the same level. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's if it's even better than season one, great. But at least the same level of hype as season one. And this does not seem like the road to get there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So yeah, pretty big uh, news story there. I didn't I didn't even see that one, but Grant told me about it right before we started the show. Um, my story, um, that news story that I saw this week is maybe a shorter discussion, but it is that Disney starting on November 12th, uh, which is as we're Disney recording Plus this. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Disney Plus day this Friday. Um, they, Disney Plus is going to start having IMAX enhanced, IMAX enhanced is what they're calling it. IMAX versions of Marvel movies, 13 of them. Okay. Um, including Shang-Chi, which is interesting mm-hmm. because it's coming, you know, day one to that movie on Disney Plus on Friday. But um, the, they're, they're not saying that the entire movie is going to be in IMAX, although they are saying that a couple of, as Infinity War, I can't, I don't remember what the other one was. There's, um, there's a couple, yeah. It, oh, okay. Both of the Infinity Saga movies. So the only two Marvel movies that were fully shot in IMAX to date, um, so far is infinity war and Endgame. Okay. So the potential to watch those two movies in, so here's what you're going to see. You're going to uh, starting on November 12th, you're going to fire up. I want to watch infinity war. You're going to fire it up. It's going to take you to that page where, you know, you press play. Right. But I mean, for what, for what I'm, I mean, I'm, in, I'm reading between the lines a little bit to see how this is going to, you know, to figure out how this is going to work. But my anticipation is I'll press play and it'll say, which version do you want to watch? Do you want to watch the original widescreen HD or whatever they call it, 4K, or do you want to watch the IMAX version? Mm-hmm. Now, not again, only those two movies are in IMAX, are fully shot in IMAX. So yeah. you watch the entire movie in IMAX uh, format. I'm talking about the uh, dimensions of the of the screen, how, how vertical it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, The other 11 movies have sections that were shot for IMAX. Okay. And I have you been to IMAX in a while? I, it's been years for me. Yeah, I haven't seen one in a long time. Have you seen any of the Marvel movies in IMAX? No. I haven't either. So, it's probably been 10 years since I've seen something in IMAX. Yeah, I I want to go. It's for us here where we live in Springfield, Missouri, it it's like a 45-minute drive just to get to IMAX. The yeah. closest one is Branson. So, we have like a like a fake IMAX. It's like a half halfway IMAX in Springfield. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been there in a while. At any rate, they, I guess, I guess I, someone can write into the show and tell us how it actually works. But I think they have, they had, they shot certain scenes like fight scenes or whatever, like civil war or whatever in IMAX format and with IMAX cameras. Okay. And they, I guess, widen the view for just those scenes and then it goes flat again. I think mm-hmm. that's how, how it works. Someone correct me if that's not how that, it works. That sounds right. So your, your TV screen will do the same thing. Of course, your, your TV is not getting larger. Yeah. That'd be a cool trick. Um, but th- they will uh, basically like, you know, smash the, the sides of it to make it more square. You know, like you'll have mm-hmm. like black bars on the yep. sides. So, um, in other words, it will show you more of the movie than you've ever seen before, which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm going to definitely check out a few of the scenes. Like, the Civil War scene at the airport, if they have, like, an IMAX version of that, that showing you more of the screen, more of the ce- of the scene or scenery than you've ever seen before, I'm totally down for that. That sounds awesome. Um, it, it's a way to re- refresh or kind of freshen up these movies that we've seen mm-hmm. a bunch of times. So that's really cool that they're doing it. Um, I'm not sure how I'll love, like, 
changing the the aspect ratio of the movie yeah. in the middle of the movie. But if it, it's done fairly seamlessly and it adds again adds a lot to the scene, I'm I'm all in. So um, nothing extra for that. There's no like extra fees or anything. It's just you know, a new option um, that's coming to specifically Marvel movies. So here's the full list if you're interested. Uh, obviously, Infinity War and Endgame. The original Iron Man, which I didn't know that was in IMAX. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Guardians 2, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, which there would be some really cool shots in Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. um, especially of the, um, oh, what's the... His name's not Ragnarok, but like the big like fire oh, thing that they have to fight. I always get his name wrong, but that scene would will be very cool. Like in an IMAX format, mm-hmm. like that would that should look gorgeous. Ant Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and Black Widow. So there's obviously some notice, noticeable notable um, exclusions from that mm-hmm. list, like that I would like to see them add, uh, and maybe they can't because they never shot it in IMAX um, format. But um, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I I'm excited about. Yeah. Revisiting a couple of those. So it definitely brings a new spin to watching the Marvel movies for sure. Yeah. Especially if you've seen all these movies several times a piece, it's like, it's the same thing over and over again. And obviously they're phenomenal movies. It's they're fun to watch multiple times, but yeah, this would be a a new way to watch a movie that you've already seen. So, all right, man. Well, speaking of Marvel, let's get into it. Um, Again, just to remind you, we are not going to spoil anything. You have nothing to fear if you haven't seen the movie. And that's probably most of you listening to this. Unless you've seen it in theaters, you've not seen Eternals yet. Um, here's here's the goal. I, I think we just jump into some, um, you know, if, if you don't want to know like literally anything about the movie, I guess skip ahead, skip ahead like 15, 20 minutes. We're going to keep this fairly short. This, this episode is going to be shorter than normal because we're doing a spoiler yeah. edition. So jump ahead. I don't know. 15, 20 minutes is my guess. Um, but, uh, but otherwise, I mean, we're, we're going to keep it fairly spoiler free. Like we're not going to talk about big plot points or, you know, character changes or anything like that. Um, just kind of keep, keep it. But uh, you'll definitely, big, but, if it's in the trailer, it's pretty much fair game. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great place to, to start. Um, and I'm not seeing the trailer in a while. So you might, you might kind of, you know, uh, corral me a little bit, but, um, let's start here. Because I think what probably a lot of people want to know is, is this movie worth going to theaters to see? It is coming to Disney Plus in, is this one of the 45, yeah, this is one of the 45 yeah, day 45 ones. 45 days. So, I mean, by the time you're even listening to this, it's, it's like 39 days or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's not that much time left to just wait. We went to go see it in the theater, of course. That's that's the only way you can see it right now. And... I don't know. What what would you tell tell somebody who's not seen this, which is probably most people right now? I would say wait until it comes to Disney Plus. If you're already a paid subscriber, then I would say just wait. Okay. Because you're getting enough content uh come uh this Friday and you just got Black Widow a couple weeks ago. Yeah, true. And you're getting Shang-Chi on friday so in my opinion watch one of those two movies over this one and just wait for the 45 days yeah this is a good month for marvel like black widow i mean i guess technically that probably came out in october but um black widow shang chi and then we're also getting hawkeye by the end of the month like that's a that's a lot of stuff to watch so yeah there's no shortage of marvel stuff to enjoy right now because i feel like if you're anything like me you'll 
have already forgotten about this movie. Really? By the time you... See, I'm I'm different. I've thought about this movie almost every day since, oh. since we went to go see it. Grant and I went to go see this together uh, at the movie theater, and um, we, we had a third person with us as well. Um, uh, Caitlin did not go see this with us. Do you want to speak to that? Is She just wasn't interested. Yeah. This... She saw some of the reviews before the movie came yeah. out, and she's like, no. Yeah, she uh, kind of knew what she was getting into. And, I mean, she had seen the trailer before, and just nothing really piqued her interest with this movie. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm rewinding in my mind back, like, several months ago when we first started seeing, seeing trailers and discussion on the movie and stuff like that. And I remember you and I being not uh worried but like maybe nervous is a better word like like watching the trailer was just like oh no like this might not be a a very good movie and we went and saw it and walked out i think largely i think both of us largely disappointed i i i think i was a little more positive on it than you were but even my take on it is is it's just okay it's not it's not a it's not a good movie it's not a great definitely not a great movie I wouldn't call it a bad movie either. Like it's, um, it looks bad next to MCU's catalog. Um, but yeah. I, I also don't, I, I also didn't like have a bad time watching it. Like I actually enjoyed some of the action scenes. The CGI is phenomenal. Um, there are things to like about it. And some of the things that I liked, I really liked. Um, but then as I've thought about it, like I said, every day since we saw it, the more I'm reminded of the things that I, the things I didn't like, I really didn't like yeah. in the movie. So it's uh, definitely a very polarizing movie. Um, I've read, so I've kind of stayed re- away from reviews before I'd seen the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I hadn't read any reviews when, when we, after we came out of the theater the next day, I started reading some reviews and I've, I found that even the ones that are majority positive on the film still have negative things to say like oh it's, yeah I, i've not found anyone that's like glowing about the movie unless there's a, re- a review out there that i missed but for the most part even the people that are like three out of four are still like there's stuff to not like about yeah. the movie so um again keeping it non-spoiler what are there are there any positives that you can think of mm-hmm. i know i know for the most part you did not like this movie but the action scenes were probably the best part for me Um, but other than that, they're really, um, I was talking to Caitlin who hasn't seen this and there are two takeaways that really talk to the level of my dislike for this movie. Number one would be, I mean, number one, number two are kind of the same to me walking out of the theater it felt a lot like Thor Dark World, except there was no Thor. Yeah. <laughs> and so what kind of mixes in with this is you're getting a bunch of random characters who, um, and I think part of this is, I'll hit on this after, um, you're getting a bunch of random characters that you've never seen before and my feeling leaving the movie theater was why should I even care about these characters mm-hmm. where at, because really, and I don't really think this is super spoilerish, but, um, there really has nothing to do with anything that's happened 
in the 26 movies before this. I don't think that's a spoiler at all. In fact, I would say I, I would want to know that. I wish I had known that Yeah, going into the movie. I think I would have been a little higher on the movie just knowing, setting my expectations to this is not going to telegraph anything that's coming in, yeah. into the future of MCU. And it's not really going to reference anything that's happened in the past either. There's a couple of very quick mentions of like Thanos and stuff. Yeah. Which is in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. And it's not impactful to this story yeah. like, in any way. So, um, I, I also don't think it's a, tr- a spoiler to say that there are no, literally zero cameos like yeah. in in the movie is there's, there are no characters in this movie that you've seen before. So it, in that way it feels standalone. Like it, mm-hmm. it stands on its own as a movie that happens to be in the, in the Marvel universe but it doesn't influence it yeah. in any way. And I mean, a lot of people will, a lot of people throughout Guardians of the Galaxy when okay. these two movies, but the difference good, good with point. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is the first one, it's still talked about Infinity Stones. That's so true. It, I mean, yes, we got a bunch of randomos that we had never met before, but the theme leading up to that had been infinity stones and they dealt with infinity stones in um guardians of the galaxy this one has nothing to do with former stuff that's happened in the mcu and so the last thing i would wrap it up with is if this movie isn't a marvel movie if you compared this to i told this you and me have talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you compared this movie to every movie that's ever been made in the whole world, this movie probably is in between 50%, which I think that's what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It might be 49 by now. But so if you compare all the movies in the world, this one probably somewhere in the middle where it's not absolutely awful but that's the thing we've been getting spoiled so much with marvel it's been so good pray i mean even this year like people had their doubts about black widow and shang chi and at least in our minds both of those movies were hits like yeah especially compared to this one so i mean we also I mean, this movie is just so, so bad when you compare it to anything Marvel. And I mean, I would have to go back and watch Thor Dark World and Iron Man 3 again. But I honestly feel like, I mean, at least one of those movies is better than this, if not both of them. Yeah. Because you at least care about Iron Man. You care about Thor. These characters... I honestly could care less about and I I mean that's just really where I am on this movie the action was pretty good but that wasn't enough for a two and a half hour movie yeah I, I agree with almost everything you said um, I as far as characters I care cared about I was just telling somebody else's earlier today um, I cared about Cersei I, I, I like her I, as as an actor, she's phenomenal. As a character, like I, I legitimately do really care about her. Like I like her character. I think she's put in a really awful position in the during the plot of this movie. And I like I felt my heart like going out to her. Like I felt sorry for her, and I, I wanted her to succeed. 
Um, but that's about it. Like, and that, and that's a big statement because there are ten main characters in this movie. Yeah, ten heroes. Um, and you know we can't get into spoilers as far as like you know to tell you what changes in, in that. But there were characters that I started to care about, and then because of changes in the plot, I ended up not caring out caring about at all by yeah. the, by the end of the movie. <laughs> and, and then there's some parts where another thing that kind of about why you don't care about these uh, characters is some of their superpowers, which I won't give any of that away, yeah. but some of their superpowers are so stupid. Yeah. And it's just like, how you're saying that they would defeat this person, but if they're fighting Thanos, it's not going to stand a chance. Yeah. I, I almost think they have to, they have to keep these, if, if they're going to bring them back, if they're going to bring, give us more Eternals, they have to, they have to keep them like really far, far away from every, everything Avengers level threat. Like, cause that, they will absolutely get decimated by anything that like, imagine them even fighting like Ultron, like yeah. they'll, they'll get completely wiped out. So, um, there's <laughs> a couple of the characters really have, uh, abilities that are like even, even like borderline like is that even a, a superpower <laughs> like, yeah um and <laughs> so it's just i and, mean but a couple of them have legit superpowers and a, a couple of them are powers that you've seen before like yeah. in, in marvel and dc stuff um but so yeah but yeah. I, I agree the, the the one i mean I, it's not a spoiler to say because he's all over the trailer but there's one character who's basically superman like he, mm-hmm. he can fly he's got the um laser eyes, everything, you know, super strength. And he's obviously the most powerful person on this team. And you can see that in the trailer, but he, um, again, we can't get into spoilers about like his character, but like he is not, he's not a character that I cared about in the slightest. Like he's just, to me, just this throwaway thing. And they really could have made his character. I think really, really, intriguing and mm-hmm. make you really think about like some of the things he has to wrestle with or whatever. Um, you know what movie I thought about a little bit? Um, and, and what I'm about to compare it to is a much, much better movie, <laughs> but there's an element of Watchmen to this movie. Okay. Um, the watch, the basis for Watchmen, you know, spoiler for like a super old movie at this point, but, um, is that, these superheroes used to be prominent. It's kind of incredibles. Um, the incredibles or the watchmen used to be like highly revered. Everyone was just in love with these superheroes. Yeah. And then bad things happened and now they're relegated to the shadows and they have Mm -hmm. to like basically live out of the limelight, you know, for all time. And that's slightly different than what is going on here with the Eternals. But the Eternals, at one point were saviors of this like human race. And in present day, that's no longer, at least how the movie starts. Of course, that's no longer the case. They're, you know, they're teachers and, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, fam- family men. And like, you know, they, they all have like these mundane lives. Um, and then of course it, it gets crazy as, as you would expect at, during the course of the movie. But it did kind of remind me of Watchmen a little bit. And I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first third of this movie um, more than I thought I would. And then it just really went downhill after that. I this The middle third and the second third were not as compelling or interesting um, yeah. as, as I was hoping for. So, And 
I mean, it's just difficult with this movie. Um, I'll let our viewers know. I did not have very high hopes for this movie to begin with. Yeah. And so I wasn't, I mean, there, there probably were some people that had really high hopes for this movie and could have walked away devastated. Um, my feeling was it really doesn't bother so much because the one saving grace for this is that Spider-Man's coming out in December. Yeah, that boy, talk about savior of the human race. Like they they need Spider-Man to save the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> really at this point. So everyone's very excited for that movie and I honestly I maybe this is bullish to say but I I do believe that movie's going to hit. Like it, mm-hmm. it it's going to land exactly where people want it to land. Um, maybe it'll be highly controversial, but I don't think so. I, I think people are really going to love that film. Um, and I, I don't know anything about it, but that's just my feeling. But yeah, after Eternals, like they need a hit. They, yeah. They need a big, a big movie to come out. And fortunately that, that is coming. So, um, I want to talk about the humor, uh, or lack thereof in this yeah. movie. Um, if you're, if you're accustomed to, by the way, all this non-spoiler review is really just to help you make a decision on whether or not you think you need to go see this now or just wait. Um, this is not a funny movie. No. And Kumail Nanjiani is in it, and you're thinking, oh, he'll bring the funny. He doesn't. Which we <laughs> which uh, we thought he was in Harold and Kumar. Right, yeah. we need and, to, and he is not. <laughs> we need to correct that. By the way, I want to say this, and this is I don't think this would embarrass him at all. But I was talking to Jack Ultramat, um, host emeritus of this of this show, and tonight, and he said, "Oh yeah, the guy from Kumar's in it." And I said, "I said no, that's it's, it's not Kumar." I, I I said now, and again, this that's not a slight towards Jack. We thought it was Kumar. Yeah, <laughs> Grit and I did. It looks just like him. <laughs> it they do look very very similar, um, and we're not the only ones that have made that mistake. So, um, but yeah, so <laughs> the the guy that plays Kumar, his last name is Cho, I think. It's like James Chow or something I, like that. I, I would rather be it's known. Probably not James. If I was the guy in Eternals, I would rather be known as the guy that played Kumar. <laughs> yeah. I would not want to be associated with this film. Um, gosh, I need to look it up. Look it up because I'm like embarrassing myself right now. Uh, Chow, Chow, Chow. You know, looking at pictures of him, it's John. I, I said James, but I was close. John Chow um, plays kumar looking at pictures of him he doesn't he doesn't actually look like <laughs> kamel nanjiani at all anyway i i i thought he was gonna bring the funny I, in my opinion he didn't I, there were several jokes that he had where I, I i i like outwardly groaned like i was just like whoa that was bad yeah um so it's it's not very funny from him surprisingly some of the funniest things come from not his character there's another character um uh Gil- Gilgamesh. I thought Gil- Gilgamesh was actually pretty funny um, in some spots, but there the 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 laughs are so few and far between. I'm talking like 30 minutes straight of no laughs. Yeah. Um. So you you want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? That is a huge difference between these mm-hmm. these movies. You are not getting Guardians with this. This is they take themselves very seriously from beginning to end. So um, don't go into this thinking this is more akin to. It's not a dark. I wouldn't say it's a, a particularly dark movie. There are dark. There's darkness in the movie, but a lot of Marvel movies have that. Yeah. That it's it's not so it's not DC level serious, but it is very serious the entire movie. And boy, that was a mistake. I they, there's no almost no points of levity 
of let's bring things up a little bit. Black Widow had that. Black Widow mm-hmm. had comedy. Yeah. And it and I wasn't expecting any comedy in that movie. So yeah, uh what a what a bad choice. Yeah, there there are so many Marvel movies. And like I honestly told you this after we saw it, I may never watch this movie again. Yeah, I don't know that I will either. And again, it's it's not because I hated it. I I actually there were parts of the movie I liked, um, but the again because of the impact, the, the lack of impact to the MCU, and because there are parts of the movie that are just not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Um, that I don't now that I know the story, it's kind of like okay, I got it. I, I don't know that I need to experience it again. Um, cause, I mean, and I should I should um, I should couch that in the sense that. I, I just now, like earlier this year, saw uh, Age of Ultron for the second time. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm not the person that watches the Marvel movies like five times yeah. a piece. Maybe that person might see this twice or something like that, but I'm the person that just watched Civil War for the second time, like recently. So like, so I, I don't rewatch these movies in general, but yeah, this is, will not be on my list of, of rewatch. So um, I will say this. If you are... I am very like um, I I I consider CGI and visual appeal and really even audio appeal to be a, of pretty big importance. Like I'm I'm really into the look and the feel in the room of a movie as I'm watching it for the for the first time. If you are that kind of person, I think you might might want to see it in theaters, um, unless you have like a really good sound system at home or you know, like a really big screen, like, you know, mm-hmm. 8K TV or something like that. <laughs> Maybe just wait. But if you are like, no, I, I like seeing these big, you know, flamboyant, blockbustery kind of big, like action set piece movies. It's a two and a half hour movie of huge action scenes. Like some of the action scenes are actually kind of long. If you want to experience that in like the best screen, in the best speakers, money can buy, that kind of thing and you don't mind paying for matinee or something like that, I would say maybe check it out in theaters. If that stuff is not that appealing to you, I, I'm i going to say what Grant said, and I would say I'd probably just wait. Just wait the you know, 40 days or whatever that's left for it to come to Disney+. Plus. So, um, But, I mean, it's just a big head-scratcher with this movie. And it's just like, you and me also have had this discussion. They should have just made this a TV show. Let's talk about that. I, I wanted to start actually start the discussion that way, and I forgot. Um, this absolutely should have been a show, a TV show. Yeah. Um, and, and there's no reason they couldn't have done that. Like, mm-hmm. they've already shown that... Because, I mean, back in January of this year, we didn't know that the Marvel stuff was going to be any good. Yeah. When WandaVision looked, eh, I don't know, that I'm kind of kind of dicey. Um, you know, we saw Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff and it looked okay, but it kind of looked like more movie stuff. Loki was the, really the only thing that looked really intriguing to me. Yeah. But all three of those shows were really great. And I think this movie, here's the problem. The, the movie, again, it's 10 superheroes. So they try to we have this fear going into the movie, but our fears were realized as we were watching it, that they are trying to do a lot in, in two and a half hours. Sounds like a, a long time. And it is a long time. It's, it's the second longest Marvel movie ever made, but that they, they did Falcon and winter soldier over the course of what? Four hours. Yeah. Four or five hours. So a, 
like four hours of, of Eternals content where you get them in small bite-sized chunks, like 35 minutes, then wait till next week, 35 more minutes, then wait till next week. And slowly getting to know these characters, stretching the plot out. Um, they race through a lot of stuff in, the, in this movie that I think is just, is some of the more intriguing parts, but it's just completely glossed over. There's, um, <laughs> they waste screen, screen time in some ways with like romances and relationships and stuff like that, that, I don't think really impacted the story that much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel the movie feels like you're watch you're binging a show, a TV show. I yeah. don't know why they couldn't have just done it that way. Yeah. It's kind of a head scratcher. And like, honestly, I don't know how I would have felt about the TV show either. I mean, yeah, this is, I mean, Loki was so good. Winter Soldier and uh, or Falcon Winter Soldier was pretty good, um, and WandaVision was amazing. So I don't see this beating any of those still. So I don't really know if it matters, but I definitely feel like you would have cared more about the characters if they would have gone more in depth. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, I, I don't know. It, the movie definitely lacks intrigue and you have to have that in a show where people just give up. Like yeah. they just don't, they don't come back for episode two. Um, so I want to talk about Chloe Zhao, who's the director. Um, she's done very few films. She, she's highly regarded. I like, she's, I think Oscar winning, isn't she? Um, I have no idea. I know she's been nominated. Um, she, so far, this is only her fourth film. So she's, uh, she's directed all four of them. And she's actually done some like uh, writing on all of them too. Um, Songs My Brothers Taught Me came out in 2015. The Rider came out in 2017. Uh, Nomad Lands came out in 2020. That was definitely Oscar nominated. Um, she's mostly done like not action movies. <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know how, how else to say it. It's like they're, these are like the movies she likes to do are like more artsy uh, definitely like the Academy like gravitates towards her work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know what it was that they thought that she would be a good fit for the Marvel cinematic universe. But Kevin Feige, I guess saw something in her that he liked and was like, Hey, why don't you come direct a, an MCU movie for us? And what we got was something that I think has some pretty good action set pieces in it, but is still a lot of fluff. Like there's a lot of just like them just sitting around talking to each other. Yeah. And, that makes sense. And if you know her previous work, like Nomadland, but in this one, it's like, Oh my gosh, like this is just not a good fit for what these, what this audience is looking for. And I'm not saying she's a phenomenal director. I'm sure like, you know, deserves all the accolades she's got, but there are certain genres that I just think certain directors are just not, they're not made for. And unfortunately I think this is it for her. Yeah. So I, I don't think she'll be back. I we'll see, but after the reviews have come in and stuff like that, obviously Feige's reading these things and you know, I'm sure he's not impressed. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of just a sinking ship. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what they do with, if anything with, with Eternals going forward. But, uh, this was a very bad, um, outing for this, for this new property. Yeah. So they, 
in one film, they introduced this, they added 10 characters to the roster of MCU. And now it's kind of like, you know, what do we do with these people? Um, it's too late. They can't, like the, the, the bullets already out of the chamber. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, they can't take it back at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know where they go from here. Um, I, I, and again, I, I feel like I need to end on a positive, well, end, end the discussion here, I guess, and then talk more in spoilers. But I, this is not a bad, in my opinion, I, Grant may not agree, but I don't think this is a bad movie. Um, it's, it's an okay movie. And, um, I liked some of the characters, other characters I didn't like. I liked the action scenes, but there weren't enough of them. I liked when the humor was funny. I liked it, but it, there was like, I think I laughed like maybe three times <laughs> during the course of the movie. Um, the movie's too long. They try to cover way too much the premise of the movie, which we won't get into here. And the, the premise was interesting to me. The, the conclusion was not, it was like the, the ending's terrible in my opinion. Um, so it's for me, there's like, there's good and bad, right? Like, like, Oh, I like this. I like that. But then there wasn't enough of it or it was clouded with all this other junk. So it's, it's a very, for me, like I'm internally polarized. Like I, I, there are moments where I think fondly of the movie and then there are other moments I, th- I think very negatively of it. Mm-hmm. So, and there are, we'll get into it in spoilers, but there, there are a couple character choices that I just flat out like capital H hated. Like yep. I, I was like, that is stupid, stupid, stupid. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just, just, if you're going to go see it, just go in with those, <laughs> those level of expectations. Like fi- I think you go into it, you watch it, you find what you liked about it and try to dwell on that stuff. Don't think about too hard about the plot <laughs> of the movie. Cause a lot of it doesn't make sense. And, um, just enjoy some of the performances and and walk away <laughs> and then I probably never come back to it. So, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to get too specific with this, but I guess my one last thing will be, um, Angelina Jolie is like, in the trailer, I, I presume I haven't seen the trailer in a while, but in the trailer and the posters and everything like that, it's like this very prominent figure. Mm-hmm. Like you think she's going to be like the main character or like one of the, I thought, I thought she was going to be one of the main characters in the movie. Uh, just know she's not, she, she is definitely in the background of the plot. So yeah, um, kind of an odd choice. And it's just, you kind of wonder with an actress of Angelina Jolie's stature, you kind of just wonder, was she okay with this? I guess I I don't know I, I I didn't read anything on the casting for the movie like did you know is this the role she wanted to play or is this what they offered her I I don't know I I didn't read any of that so but it is an odd choice for such an A list actor mm-hmm. so um well, well I watched another Angelina Jolie movie in the last week and I'll get to that in what else have you been watching but um but yeah this is uh this is not her. This is not her show. Like yeah. Eternals is not about Angelina. So um, that's about all we can really say. Probably non-spoilers. If you don't care about spoilers or have already seen the movie and obviously want to hear, you know, some guys talk about the movie that you watched and thoroughly enjoyed, uh, <laughs> hear us uh, rain all over it. Then uh, f- directly following this episode, you'll have another episode in your feed. And you can, we just wanted to separate it out just so we didn't offend anybody that hadn't had a chance to see it yet. So, um, I have a lot more to say about the movie. I think we could probably go for another 20 minutes, but we'll do that on a separate episode. Um, what else have you been watching on Disney plus grant? Anything? 
Um, well, one thing that I forgot to mention last week on Halloween, um, we watched Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So, do you? I, I'm sure you probably lost count, but what, what would you? What would you guess? Like, what was what was the number of watching for this one? Oh, it's probably fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I mean, for probably like six or seven Halloweens in a row, we've watched it. So, and we watch it once or twice during the Halloween season. So you've the, so this year was only once, but in other years you've watched it twice. Yeah, in the same month. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think you like this movie even more than I do. I I do really like the movie a lot, but this is like a like this is like. I mean, I think probably most people would agree that this is the quintessential Disney Halloween film. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like an every other year watch for me. I enjoy it. I, it's just not, um, like I think for you it's nostalgia. And for mm-hmm. me, I don't, I don't know that I had ever seen the movie <laughs> until yeah. not that long ago. So, uh, I, I want to say I probably saw it once, like when it first came out, but then I probably didn't see it again for like 20 years. after. Okay. That. So I just, I, I don't have a nostalgia for the movie, even though I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, just as good the the twentieth time. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, I finally have something to talk about. Um, the last couple weeks have been so busy, but I I had a little extra time this last week. So, um, you know what I watched, Grant? I watched uh, the first Maleficent. Okay. Movie. So this is the movie that came out in 2014. It has been out for seven years. Uh, I'm not going to worry about spoilers. Um, if you wanted to watch it by now, you probably have. Although I, I was in the camp of people who had never seen it and you know wanted to watch it the whole time. Uh, so I will do some spoiler stuff on Maleficent. So you've been warned about that if you care. But um, this movie was better than I thought. I, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, it is... I'm sure you probably listening to this already know this, but it is essentially a spin on Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. What I thought, and you've not seen it, right? No. Okay. So what I thought I was going to get was the same Sleeping Beauty story told from the perspective of Maleficent. Yeah. Who is, the, of course, the villain from Sleeping Beauty. Um, I got that, but I got even more than that. This is... I, and you, I don't know if you may know this just from talking to people that have seen it. Has, has Caitlin seen it? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Has anyone ever to- told you about like what happens in the movie? Not really. Okay. That basically, and this is, I think the thing that I wish I had known <clears throat> going into it, I, I think I would have seen it sooner if I'd known this. Um, it is an alternate universe telling of the story. Like the, the first 30 minutes of the movie is basically what I thought I was going to get for the whole thing. It was, mm-hmm. it was just her, her telling of the other side. Right. Okay. Um, although th- there's quite a bit, of, uh, that's not entirely true. There's some new, new material for sure, but it doesn't disagree with the original film mm-hmm. at all for like, I, I would say maybe even longer than 30 minutes. The second half of the movie is a complete divergence from the original sleeping beauty film. Okay. Uh, the animated and the ending is wildly different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even close. So, um, and I guess I will just, you know, beat around spoilers on the ending just in case you care. But um, the, the, everyone knows that the, like the premise of Sleeping Beauty is she falls, she, you know, pricks her finger on her 16th birthday. She falls asleep. Prince Charming comes, wakes her up with a kiss. And then, you know, she's saved and he fights a dragon or whatever. And she's in all as well. In this movie, he doesn't even wake her up. 
It, hmm. it's, and I don't want to, I guess I don't want to spoil it, but that she wakes up, but not because of him. <laughs> and it's that I, I, I should have known this since the, the name, the title of the movie literally is her name, but the entire focus of the entire film is all about Maleficent. Sleeping Beauty is a character in the movie, but she's only on screen for maybe 20 minutes of it, 25 okay. minutes. It is mostly about her. Angelina Jolie, of course, plays the, the titular character. And, her relationship to the king who is sleeping beauty's father mm-hmm. in the original movie and how they like fall in love, fall out of love. She goes into like this rage and like just kind of goes off the deep ends for a while. Okay. And um, he ends up like, she's this like, you know, master fairy basically. And he ends up like clipping her wings and destroying her and becoming king. And then there's a, sets off a war between like their kingdoms and, mm-hmm there's actually like, like really cool action fight scenes. Like this is, um, this is definitely an aggressive movie compared to the original. Like the original is like kind of stereotypical. I don't want to be sexist, but like, you know, it's for little girls. Like I, I have, yeah. I have a five year old that loves that movie. Like it's, it is fairy tale. Um, and this is not fairy tale at all. Like it's, it is straight up like at, at sometimes an action movie and at other times it's uh, just really interesting fantasy and really good storytelling. Angelina Jolie kills it. Like she's so good as Maleficent. I believe that she is that character the entire movie. Um, I will say there's only a couple negatives I really have on it. One is that the CGI is very suspect at times. Okay. There, there, this Grant, get this. This movie came out only seven, seven years ago. Like it looks, there are parts of it. Look, it looks like, it looks like it came out before the first Iron Man <laughs> movie in 2008. Hmm. It, it looks like a 20 year old movie in, in some spots. Now other spots, the CGI is actually really, really good. So I don't know what happened there, but there's some, especially towards the beginning. I'm like, Whoa, that looks rough. Like that person's face on that fairy body or whatever. It just doesn't look real. It's un- uncanny Valley through the, through the nose. <clears throat> um, and I think some of the, the beats of the plot get a little rote. Like it's, it, it comes back to the same, the same, um, uh, message over and over again. Like it's, it's like, okay, I got it the first time and they keep like hammering it home. Um, but I will say that the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie are really, really great. I think it kind of sags a little bit in the middle, but, uh, this is a recommend. I, okay. yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a great movie. I think, you know, if you're like, a guy and and you're like, Oh, I don't watch, I don't watch princess movies. This is not that like, it's not even close. So like, just know that this is like a really cool kind of fantasy film. I would compare this movie. It's not anywhere close, but it's more in the genre of Lord of the Rings than it mm. is like uh, princess fairy tale. So that is very um, interesting. Yeah. So, um, I want to see this, the second one, uh, the mistress of evil or whatever it's called. Uh, I've not seen either one of them, obviously. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch the second one as well. I might. I, I don't think I'll have time before hundredth episode, but I probably in the next couple of weeks I might. I might come back and talk about the second one as well. So, okay. I as far as uh, so okay. Here's the last thing I want to say because I got to the end of the movie and I was like, okay, does this fit? Does Maleficent fit in the conversation of Disney remakes? Is this a Disney remake like a la Lion King, Aladdin, you know, all those? Mm-hmm. I think no. Okay. Because the Aladdin has the same beginning, 
the same middle and the same ending. Now there's new scenes that you've never seen before. Uh, obviously the, the genie is very different. Um, Jasmine has a lot more to do, you know, th- those, those kind of things. Lion King, come on. It's like a shot for shot. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> retelling of the, the, the original film. And this one's just not interested in doing any of that. Like it's, it, in fact, this is not a spoiler to say at the end of Maleficent, the narrator says, um, now that's not the story you thought you knew at all. Was it? But I should know like, you know, cause I'm you know one of the main characters or whatever. So it is, this is just a different movie. Like it's, it's in an alternate universe. Their version of sleeping beauty is all about this, you know, about this, hmm. this, uh, Maleficent character. So I, I, uh, some people might put it in the same category of remakes and stuff like that. I don't think it is. I, I don't, I don't think they're going for that at all. It, um, you, uh, so we saw Cruella, um, earlier this year. Cruella is, doesn't, would you agree that it feels like alternate universe telling of that story, right? Yeah. Dalmatians. So it's, 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 it's more similar to Cruella. Would you consider Cruella to be in the Disney remake conversation? Because it's not a remake of it, 101 Dalmatians. It's not a remake. It's a more of an origin story. Yeah. So, yeah. So if they came out with a movie called 101 Dalmatians, and it was basically the same kind of plot as the original, yeah. that could be a remake. But Cruella is not, because it's, so it's, it's an origin. So that could be Cruella 2. Yeah. Cruella 2 could be basically a remake of the original. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, see, this and this is even more wildly different than Cruella, in my opinion. Like okay. the, the the turns and the decisions they make in this one make it almost by the end of the film, it, it barely even resembles the original Sleeping Beauty and and all the changes that they made. Hmm. So yeah, it's 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 a definite watch. I, I I think even if you have never seen the original Sleeping Beauty, which isn't likely, but if you've never seen it, I think you'll still enjoy the the film. Yeah, there's, that's not a requirement to okay get anything out of it. So. Anyway, that's my review on Maleficent. Well, you definitely piqued my interest. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think you will legit enjoy it, and it's not a, a terribly long watch. I mean, talking about Eternals runtime, it's this is like an hour and a half movie. Okay. So. Um. Okay. Well, let's get into our last segment, which is what's coming to Disney Plus this week. This is probably the biggest week in Disney Plus's history. <laughs> as far as like new releases. So get, get ready. We're going to, this will, this will be kind of a longer than normal segment. Cause there's a, just a crap ton of stuff coming out. So we'll get into the Wednesday stuff. Everyone's excited for Friday, Disney plus day, but there are two things coming out on Wednesday, uh, November 10th. As you're listening to this is probably actually November 10th. Um, cause we had to record, record a day late this week, but, um, Doogie Kameolaha, uh, finale is actually coming out, uh, tomorrow on November 10th. So if you've been, uh, tuning in for that show, the it's all getting wrapped up this week. Mickey Mouse Fun House. This is not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but Fun House. Um, uh, Jordan, my five-year-old, watched the first episode of this new. I think it's a new show, um, like brand new this year, and she loved it. And she was like, she watched the first episode, and she's like, "Dad, is that all there is?" And I was like, "No, surely there's like five more episodes, right?" Nope. <laughs> there's only one episode of Mickey Mouse Fun House. So. Anyways, I guess they're dropping like seven more uh, on Wednesday of this week. Okay. And she'll be very excited about that. But yeah, she was like really perturbed <laughs> that they only had a single episode to watch until uh, evidently this week. So this Friday, November 12th is Disney Plus Day. Uh, two years anniversary from the original launch of Disney Plus is, is uh, 
the excuse for why we're getting all this stuff. So um, here we go. Here, here's uh, hang on for all this. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, huge release uh, this Friday. If you've never seen Shang-Chi, make that the first thing you watch um, on Friday. It's it's really, really great. Would you agree, Grant? Yeah, for uh, sure. Um, Without a doubt. It's, it's great. I, I really, I enjoyed it even more than I thought I would. Um, the, the main character Shang-Chi is, is excellent. He's just an excellent actor. Um, really great martial arts. Um, you know, no spoilers here, but like the plot is just phenomenal. Uh, they, they've really come out the gate big time with that character. So not the Eternals <laughs> treatment yeah. on that one. So yeah, definitely watch that one on Friday. That's, that's a huge movie. I, that's one I would legit watch again. I, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it the first time. Um, Grant, I know you're super excited for this home sweet home alone is released on Friday. Okay, Phil. What's your, uh, give me your like last, you know, up to the minute hype level for this film. Uh, I don't know. Pretty low. I'm, I'm hoping that's better than three, four and five. Have you seen three, four, five? I've seen three and four. Wait, so this is the sixth movie? Yes. Oh, I thought I told someone earlier today it was the fifth, but no six. Um, I know I've seen three. Can it write the sins of three through five? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a not a very tall task, but yeah, <laughs> it's there's no way it's going to be as good as the first one. No, right? not close. Okay, so probably not even the second one. So what are you hoping for? Like just for it to be the third best in the series? Yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping. I mean, honestly, my expectations are not very high for this movie. Yeah. I'm full on expecting this movie to suck. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would not be surprised at all if Disney is hoping for the start of a new trilogy. Yeah. Like, they want this to be, you know, episode one of a series. Yeah. I mean, as long as I'm laughing here and there and am entertained for half of it that will probably be a win in my book yeah okay we'll we'll see if we actually get that um ellie kemper is in it i love her so i'm really excited to see her in a film but um yeah it's it's basically like a british kid like it's Mm -hmm. a great britain retelling of the original movie is kind of what the feel we're getting from the trailer now it could be wildly different from the first movie but the trailer does not make it look that way so no not at all Okay, so that's coming out on Friday. Uh, another big release is Jungle Cruise is fi- yeah. is finally coming to Disney Plus. This was a long delay, like a 90, 90 day delay or whatever, because you could watch this at, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you've actually been able to watch it every day over the last ninety days, um, but you had to pay for it. Well, yep. now it's going free on Friday. So if you've been waiting to you know for it to go free and not pay the twenty bucks for Jungle Cruise, I think it would have been worth the twenty bucks easily. Um, but yeah, if you've not seen it yet. Uh, this put this at the top of your list too, man. Like Jungle Cruise is really great. Yeah, very um, good. It's as far as like rides turned into movies. This is up there with the first Pirates movie mm-hmm. for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, uh, oh, who's Lil, uh, the girl Lily? Oh, uh, Emily Blunt, dude. She is phenomenal. I and and it's it's like old hat at this point to say that the rock is great in the movie. Yeah. Everyone knows that, but Emily Blunt is like a force to be reckoned with in the movie. There are moments where she almost steals the show. She's really, really great too. Um, it's a great plot. Uh, very good entry. I want to see much 
give me like at least two more Jungle Cruise movies. I, I, I really enjoyed the, the world that they created. Um, so as far as new content, no one's seen. Olaf Presents. Pretty excited for this yes, one. Yes, very much so. Um, I did watch the, the... It's like a 30-second teaser yeah. trailer, but I did watch it. And, I mean, I think what makes this one... I mean, it's going to be a quick watch. So it's kind of where... I mean, I think it's going to be good. And it's going to be humorous because Olaf's such a lovable character. <laughs> so I'm interested to see the format for this. Like, is it going to be like you know, seven episodes of three minute lengths, or is it just gonna be like one 25 yeah. minute thing to watch or whatever? I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, watch if you, if you, obviously, you know what Olaf does, but like watch the 30 second tr- the teaser trailer, you'll be sold. Like I, you know, he's at one point he's got Rapunzel hair on mm-hmm. and I, it's, it's going to be really good, funny. So I'm excited to see, see that one. I hope it's, I hope it's more than five minutes. Like I'm going to be disappointed if it's like a short. Yeah. Um, I, I want like 10 to 15 minutes. I, th- I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, okay. Uh, and there's, by the way, there's some things on the list for Friday that was not announced. Like they they've been adding, I think to it, uh, since last month. So this next one I had not heard of. It's called, it's, it's a, it's a Spanish word. I'm going to try to do it. Uh, entrelazados, entrelazados. I think is how you pronounce it. Um, it is, um, like a sci-fi ish kind of thing. It says Allegra, dreams of joining the 11 o'clock music hall company, but her mother, Katerina, won't accept that. Allegra's life changes drastically when she finds a mysterious bracelet that takes her to 1994, the year Katerina was her age and starting her career in 11 o'clock while she lived in Coco's shadow. It kind of looks like a um, Twilight Zone kind of thing, like she's like floating in the air. Um, like, uh, ma- you know, magic is kind of like lifting her in the air <laughs> uh, type of thing. So uh, live action, um, it looks like it could be good. So... Um, guaranteed to be great. I'm going to say it right now. Ciao, ciao, no, ciao, ciao, Alberto, um, which is basically like a, a short film based on the, uh, the Luca movie. So it says fun, loving sea monster. Alberto wholeheartedly wants to prove himself to his stoic mentor, Massimo. So, um, yeah, I, I love that movie. I'm going to be excited to see that short. Another short that's coming out is, um, it's, currently untitled which i think is interesting like we might not know the title until friday but uh a new short from the simpsons that pays tribute to disney plus's marquee brands uh so you're gonna get just a lot of like disney references i think oh what will probably be like a four or five minute short from okay. simpsons so i'm excited about that uh the world according to jeff goldblum season two um uh first five episodes of season two are coming out on friday uh star wars stuff under the helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett. It is basically a documentary special celebrating the origins and legacy of Boba Fett. Hmm. So this is almost certainly to get us hyped and excited for book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, that's coming out. So it's documentary style. So I don't think this is like, here's some stories. It's not Marvel legends is, is what I'm saying. I, I, I think it's more kind of like behind the scenes footage uh, you know, interviewing, I don't know if George Lucas is going to be like, it's going to be like, how did this character come about? That kind okay. of stuff. So um, I'm very intrigued by that. I, I think there's a lot of un, still untold stories to tell about that character. So that'll be an interesting watch. Um, Marvel studios, 2021 Disney plus day special. I, I honestly, Grant, this might surprise our listeners. I, this is probably a skip. 
for me. I don't know that I'm going to watch this. Um, this is what it says. Marvel Studios Disney Plus Day Special explores the Disney Plus series of the MCU past, present, and future. It's basically just like a recap of yeah. like all things MCU. Hmm. And I don't know the point of that. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, if you've seen the movies, who's this for? I guess is what I'm asking. Like, if you've already seen the movies, you know everything. If you've been following along with the Marvel Legends series and all the shows and stuff like that, like, what are you going to learn from yeah, this? So I hear you. That's a weird one to me, but that's coming out. I guess if you've not seen anything MCU and you just want like a, it sounds it sounds to me like it's the Cliff Notes version of MCU. Like you don't want to watch the movies and you want to get caught up. So I guess it might be intriguing to some people. Uh, Fancy Nancy season season three. This show is legitimately great, by the way. I I laugh every time I watch it with Jordan. Um, Jordan will be thrilled that the third season of Fancy Nancy is coming out. Uh, let's see another one. The making of Happier Than Ever: A Love Letter to Los Angeles uh, is a behind the scenes look at the Disney Plus original Happier Than Ever. Um, I've never even heard of this, so if you want to know, me either, Phil. Behind the scenes of Happier Than Ever, then check that out. Uh, one that I probably will watch that's documentary behind the scenes is this Friday they're releasing uh, the making of Shang-Chi, which I can't wait to see how they did some of the wire work mm-hmm. and do that freaking like, this is not a spoiler, it's in the trailer, that freaking um, fight scene on the side of the building. Yeah. Like I, I want to know like how in the world did they even shoot this? Like I'm yeah. sure it's, the, I'm sure the answer is a lot of green screen, but I still want to see how they did it. Yeah, so. th- that movie was epic. Yeah, if you want, if you're gonna watch one making of, I think this one might be the one to watch because yeah. the other stuff is pretty cool too, like how they did Wandavision stuff. But like, I, I'm genuinely intrigued to see how they shot some of that. Um, speaking of legends, they're doing a Marvel Studios Legends Hawkeye uh, to get you uh, excited for. It's a little weird that it's coming out this early, like several mm. weeks before Hawkeye comes out, but um, they'll get you caught up on Hawkeye up to this point. Uh, Spin is another one that's coming out Friday. An Indian American teenager from a conservative South Asian family must overcome numerous hurdles to pursue her passion for creating DJ mixes. So kind of a music based show. Hmm. Um, I'm assuming, I mean, that sounds fiction. Yeah. It's going to be a made up story. So Um, that Um, one that we talked about right before we hit record is enchanted. I can't believe this movie was not, is this one of those that got pulled at some point? Like it was, I have it's no probably idea. never been on, on Disney plus. And that astounds me. I, it must've been wrapped up in contracts. Yeah. That's what I would think. Um, this is, I'm not joking. I, some people, you might think I'm joking and our, some of our listeners might think that too, but as far as like all Disney movies that aren't like star Wars or Marvel or whatever, I'm talking about like Disney princess type movies. This is like a top 10 movie for me. I love the original enchanted. Yeah. This movie's really good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Amy Adams, like when she came on the scene for this film, she had been in a couple things, I think before this, but not a lot of people had even seen her in anything. Like I, I, I remember just going to the theater and being astounded mm-hmm. by like how good the movie is. There's a, um, everyone who's seen it will know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a central park, fully choreographed like dance number. It's like three and a half minutes long, whatever in the middle of the movie. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Like I, I bet that, that I haven't, I'm going to go, I'm going to watch it, this movie again. And we're talking about doing it on a future episode of, of um, our podcast and have Caitlin come on to talk about it. But I don't know how they shot that scene. Like it's unbelievable how many human beings are in those shots, mm-hmm. all doing the same dance together, singing together. It's phenomenal. It's if you've not seen enchanted, watch it for sure. Um, 
it maybe it's not top of the list for Friday because all the new content, but um, yeah, that's a great ad for, for Disney plus. Um, next one is frozen fever. Uh, this is exactly what you would think. Um, you know, CGI animated from, uh, Anna and Elsa. Elsa wants to throw a surprise birthday party for Anna with the help of Kristoff, Sven, and Olaf. However, she gets a cold <laughs> and unknowingly creates animated snowmen who destroy the decorations. Yeah, so. this has already came out. Oh, that's already been mm-hmm. on Disney Plus or just on Disney Channel? On, I think ABC. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I, I don't think I've seen it. Um, we'll see. I, I'm going to turn it on and see if I've seen it. I, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Um, so first at Disney Plus, but previously yeah. released. Um, Feast is, uh, I think I remember reading about this one. It's, it's just a, a short, um, maybe Pixar, although it doesn't mention Pixar here. Uh, James's dog named Winston enjoys eating portions of junk food offered by his master. However, when James's girlfriend tells him to switch to healthy food, Winston is unable to enjoy fast food. Sounds like a very short story. Um, Get a horse is Mickey and his friends going on a peaceful wagon ride until Pegleg Pete tries to run them off the road. So this is in the style of the new um, Ren and Stimpy uh, looking uh, yeah. Mickey Mouse uh, cartoons. Yep. So um, looks like a, a short uh, film. Uh, and then Paperman is, was Paperman like um, like a Pixar like before the movie starts. Short or is this brand? New? I think this is probably brand new. Content. I have no idea. I haven't heard of this one. Um, this one sounds intriguing to me. It's it's again very artsy and like a lot of the Pixar stuff. But uh, after being flattered by a girl while traveling to work in a train, a man tries to catch her attention by using a fleet of paper aircraft. So hmm. very unique. Something you've probably never seen before. Um, another short, uh, Tangled Ever After. So this is from the Tangled universe. Um, Rapunzel and Flynn are preparing for their grand wedding and their uh, companions, Pascal and Maximus, lose the rings and struggle to find them before it's too late. So it sounds like it, the picture is of the two uh, main characters, but I imagine most of the plot is going to be about those animals. So I love Tangled. I will definitely watch that. Um, let's see, a couple more here. Uh, the Little Match Girl um, is an animated... Sh- I, I think these are... Yeah, this, it says it's a short. Um, just a, another short, animated short. Um, the Ballad of Nessie is another short. It looks like... This looks like um, Pete the Dra- uh, Pete's Dragon hmm. uh, to me, like the animation style. So um, a land developer forces Nessie and her rubber duck to find a new home at Loch Ness. And then the last thing, this is all coming out on Friday. The last thing fr- coming out Friday is another short called TikTok Tale. Um, uh, it looks like, you know, in Beauty and the Beast when like all the like furniture and knickknacks come alive. Like it, it kind of okay. lo- looks like that. So. Okay. All right. Lo- long, long list. That, that is like the biggest release they'll have um, for, definitely for the rest of this year, maybe until this time next year. So uh, lots and lots of stuff to watch. Here's the plan for next episode. We are definitely going to be discussing Home, Home Sweet Home Alone. Uh, Olaf Presents is almost certainly going to come up. Uh, Jack, I think, w- w- is going to see Shang-Chi for the first time on Friday. So he wants to talk about that some. If he has a chance to watch it, which he, he probably will. Um, I want to talk about the, the Boba Fett documentary. That'll probably be a short discussion. What else? What else are we definitely going to talk about next week? Simpsons, probably. That's a short one. Yeah that that's probably about it 
I mean, there's, I don't know how much I'll watch. Beside, eh, I'll watch Home Alone. I'll probably watch The Simpsons. Maybe watch Hawkeye. Probably watch Olaf. And that's probably all I'll have time for. Yeah, the only other one that I might watch, but maybe not talk about, because it'll be hard with spoilers, is the making of Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, just because people won't have necessarily had a chance to watch it by the time our episode releases, but we'll figure that out later. But yeah, those are kind of the, the main ones we're looking at. We're almost certainly going to watch other... I, I I will definitely watch a lot of these shorts and stuff as well, but um, I don't know if it'll come up on the podcast. So that's that's essentially what we're looking at for next episode. Uh, next episode is going to be a long one. Um, there's going to be a lot to discuss, and it's always long when we get Jack on because <laughs> he loves to talk, and I enjoy that, so... Um, so yeah, that's what's coming on the next episode. Uh, if you want to uh, get a hold of us and tell us uh, something about the podcast and us your own review on something that you've watched on Disney Plus, the way to do that is to email Disney Plus Reviews at hotmail.com. And that's P L U S, all spelled out Disney P L U S Reviews at hotmail.com. We will, uh, next in your podcast feed will be a, a short, a, you know, 20 minute or so spoiler cast on. Um, Eternals and then we will talk to you next time for Disney Plus Day and all things that come with that with Jack yeah talk to you then